0: Brain likes to categorize things. It's a survival skill designed to help make sense of the complex worlds around us. It's also the reason we're so quick to stereotype. Entire professions, for example, are branded with blanket characterizations. Nurses are sweet, entrepreneurs are savvy, and models are vain. While these stereotypes arguably possess silvers of connection to the truth, they're more often harmful than not. Letting go of our biases leads to more mutual success than you'd expect. When we allow our minds to constantly entertain negative stereotypes about other professions, we hinder fruitful collaborations between disciplines, a vital part of what makes progress, a meaningful change, possible. The popular image of the journalist swirls between the real and the fictional without discrimination. The public memory seldom distinguishes between the actual. And the fictional often the two are linked together larger than life fictional characters overwhelm their less vivid real life contemporaries real life journalists become so immersed in legend and distortion that their images are as surrounded by fiction as any character in a novel film or tv program welcome back to newsroom mayhem I'm Alexa Morrissey, your host for this series, and this is the last episode of this series, Breaking Stereotypes. We'll explore if news reporters really do exhibit no internal emotions, and if they are simply robots as the public perceives them to be. Stereotypical images of journalists have an enormous influence on how the public perceives and judges the news media, and they have a profound effect on public opinion, and consequently the public support of the effectiveness and freedom of the news media several stigmas and stereotypes that surround the news media realm including those reporters who cover traumatic incidents are false news journalists withhold internal emotions as the events they witness shape their well-being at large the public takes its images wherever it sees and hears them and it often fails to differentiate between the real and the fictional. The public bases its impression and understanding of the news media through these images. In the end, it really doesn't matter to the public if these images are real or fantasy. The reality is the public integrates these images into its own reality and acts accordingly. In 1982, Don Henley, a founding member of the Eagles, produced the song, Dirty Laundry which makes fun of news anchors who are more concerned with their looks than accurately reporting the news. Many local news stations have at least one bubble-headed bleach blonde. The folks who work behind the scenes in local news are usually well aware of the superficial and vapid product they create, and many news stations have even used this song on their TV station blooper reels. Before YouTube, These local news bloopers lived on tapes tucked away in the dark corners of newsrooms. These lyrics highlight various news reporter stereotypes commonly seen throughout our daily lives. Lyrics highlight the stereotypes and stigmas that are attached to news journalists and the news reporting realm as a whole. It pigeonholes news journalists to fit a certain criteria, an image that society perceives is socially unacceptable. Meaning, these stigmas attempt to classify journalists into a limited number of categories. News reporters are deemed as being emotionless intruders and robots by the lyrics. You know, the boys in the newsroom, got a running bet, get the widow on the set. The lyric, got a running bet, get the widow on the set, presents the notion that journalists believe that the only way to attain success is by eagerly covering top stories. These top stories are based primarily on public interest and most often induce inquiry, disgust, secrets, and overall drama. When perceived as someone who feeds off of another individual's heartbreaks and emotional distresses, it is difficult to see beyond the public realm and ultimately remember why he or she entered the field initially. In addition, the metaphor revealed by the lyric, we got our dirty little fingers in everybody's pies, portrays journalists' intrusive and unwanted behavior in society. The pie metaphor correlates to that of moral libertarianism in a democratic community. Extending the pie metaphor, everybody has their own pie and should get to decide what to do with their own pie and only their own pie. It is a traditional American principle that our own nation is founded upon, privacy. Journalists are believed to overstep various boundaries and are therefore scrutinized and stigmatized for their actions. Being perceived as unwelcome intruders in society puts news journalists at a greater risk of an abundance of mental illnesses and conditions. Constant scrutinization and harsh evaluations place an unrealistic portrait of how news journalists should act and behave. We should be concerned as to how society oversteps its boundaries into the lives of news reporters and journalists, instead of focusing on how journalists abuse the power of privacy itself. Dirty Laundry by Don Henley supports and advocates for the use of these discriminatory and crippling stereotypes publicly. The metaphor, dirty laundry itself, is often used to describe private matters whose public exposure brings distress and embarrassment. Everybody usually wants to know about others' dirty laundry. This metaphor alone showcases how news reporters are scrutinized because their public actions are physically used against them. Don Henley's song is ultimately about the callousness of TV news and how individuals can express such insensitivity and cruel disregard for news reporters and journalists. The image of the journalist in popular culture is a long-neglected, fertile field for research, virtually untapped, by journalism and mass communication scholars. It is a field ripe for scholarly research. Since most academics who study the subject have been film-oriented, there has been little written on the image of the journalist in novels and other fiction, less on the image of the journalist in television or radio, and practically nothing on other forms of popular culture, including comics, cartoons, commercials, and soap operas. It's time to explore these notions, and the first step to do this is to hear from real people and their raw experiences in the news media fields. Ian Margle joined the Local 10 News team in July of 2016 as a general assignment reporter. Before starting at WPLG, Margle reported and anchored at KKCO and KJCT in Grand Junction, Colorado, from 2013 to 2014, and then WSAV in Savannah, Georgia from 2014 to 2016. He was also an intern and eventually a freelance associate producer for the CBS News program 48 Hours for several years in college. Markle sheds light on how stereotypes and stigmas made against the news realm could negatively impact the daily lives of news reporting employees by reflecting on his own personal experiences anyone. Um, Uh You know, I I have a lot of friends that have had some really nasty things said to them, uh, emailed to them, texted to them, Facebook message to them. um, Everything from insults to sexual harassment to, you know, we're very, we're very, well, yeah, we're very public figures, right? We're very public figures. So we are easy targets. And people believe that because we have chosen a profession that, in the public eye, that that gives them a right to be outwardly, that gives them a right to speak to us a certain way or mm-hmm. treat us in a certain way. Utilization of the fake news phenomenon poses a childish and immature notion that news journalists sees from maintaining their status of being hard and efficient workers. Margul explains that these notions are false as all stories are covered with integrity, honesty, and unbiased opinions. This interview gave me insight into the extent to which news reporters and journalists are impacted by indirect and outside forces. News reporters are just as hurt and discriminated against indirectly as they are directly, which in turn poses greater threats to their moral compass and overall mental health and emotional stability. As the attack on the press persists, news journalists will continue to challenge their mental capabilities and will soon be emotionally and mentally exhausted to retrieve a seal of public approval. Understanding the images of the journalists and popular culture throughout recorded history offers a unique way to evaluate the relationship of the public with the news media throughout the centuries. It really doesn't matter to the public if these images are true or false. What matters is that these images are very real in the public mind. The reality is that few people ever witnessed a journalist in action. They rarely visit a newspaper or magazine office or a broadcast newsroom or any other place where journalists work to report the news of the day. Yet, they have a very particular idea of what a journalist is and what he or she does Because they have read about journalists in novels, short stories, and comic books. And they have seen them in movies, TV programs, plays, and cartoons. News journalists are people too. They are prone to make mistakes because that's just how human beings operate. It is not their fault that their mistakes are oftentimes broadcasted live on national television, online, in other media platforms. It is our job to spread awareness, to counteract these prejudices and inflict revelations in which more individuals appreciate the sacrifices that are made to release new stories. We should commend news journalists for their incredible works and talents instead of dehumanizing and devaluing their worth in society. From the lowest beat reporter to the news media executive, being a journalist is one of the most stressful careers around. Journalists have to deal with deadlines, busy work environments, insane schedules, travel, demanding editors, a more demanding public, and the fear of being laid off. News reporter and broadcaster are both routinely named in the Huffington Post's most stressful jobs list. Competition in the newsroom is at an all-time high, and the digital age has only compounded all these stresses. Those who cover gang violence, wars, burglaries, and other unpleasant and heinous events experience a certain level of anxiety in their work days. Oftentimes, reporting on the news means chasing stories that have unpleasant endings. How do reporters deal with stress? The same way other humans deal with stress. Open communication and therapy. Journalists must make sure to take advantage of those outlets. Because this profession is so competitive, journalists often don't find that they can just take some time off. If one decides to go into this field, they must have a game plan to deal with stress. To bring this phenomenon to a greater perspective, the experts and major players concerned with this issue are reporters and journalists themselves, in addition to mental health professionals. Reporters and journalists urge to address this newsroom mayhem immediately as it directly impacts their well-beings and overall livelihoods. Mental health professionals researching and studying this matter believe that there are several connections between mental health disorders and news reporters, specifically referring to the newsroom itself as a mental health epidemic. Due to the fact that news journalists and reporters are primary witnesses to this global concern, their bias may be a detriment to their judgments when assessing the extremity and magnitude of the issue. This issue is not a prevalent issue in our modern-day society, as individuals have neglected to explore and uncover the truth behind the mental health of news reporters and journalists. The irony is that the individuals who would normally investigate and report on issues like this are investigative reporters themselves. If they're not doing it, who will? It's in the hands of the public now. The public mainly focuses on the actual content of the news and how the news is portrayed and interpreted. There's little to no attention drawn to news reporters behind the stories and the livelihoods and mentalities that closely follow. That is why I remind my listeners that retrieving research was challenging and somewhat overwhelming from time to time. I acquired my own research and further utilized my findings to justify my assertions and reasoning. Through my research, I wish to bring immense attention to the nature of journalistic mental health, in addition to bringing it to the forefront of our daily conversations. Journalists with mental illness are in a unique position to be able to tell that story, themselves, and to educate people about mental illness. Every journalist should communicate this, and those who do have a significant impact. If journalists keep their unwanted thoughts and feelings to themselves, they will be alone and isolated for the rest of their lives. That feeling of being alone is absolutely crippling and heartbreaking. Let's steer away from these notions and expectations before it's too late. This is Newsroom Mayhem, and I'm Alexa Morrissey, signing off. Thank you to Ian Margle for his insightful interview and my teacher, Miss Sellers. Miss Sellers, I could not have gone through this journey without your utmost support and guidance. Thank you beyond words.